Hey party people, it is May the 9th, Monday, and the time here in Egypt is 6.54pm. How y'all doing? Um, My apologies, I did not record from the visa office today because once you get in there, the signal is sketchy. So I wasn't able to do it, but I am going to tell you about my trip to the visa office. I love the visa office. <laughs> it's a it's a it's a it's it's a place of wonderment, you know. It's the only place in Egypt where I know I can go and see dark-skinned people. And I know some of y'all might be like, "Why are you so fascinated with dark-skinned people?" I'm like, "I don't know because we're so marginalized." It's really weird to be part of a global majority when you're so marginalized by the global majority. So, yeah, I'm a little infatuated. Mm, I don't know. It's my thing. Um, But I love going to the visa office because that is where I normally will see the most uh, populated. It's one of the more populated areas where you will see people from the different darker parts of Africa from the from the, from uh Nairobi from you know uh Ghana, Kenya, Ethiopia, you know, you see them and it's weird because today I said to myself I said it's weird how some of these Africans look African American like you can tell, like you can see yourself in them in terms of like they look very American. They don't have, you know, this high bone structure or this. Um, first of all, if you from like the Sudan, you can hang it up because the baby that skin color is the marker. It it is so beautiful, guy. It's just so beautiful. Um, but yeah, so I like going to the visa office, first of all, because we get subs, subs for our classes and I get to like people watch. So today's trip was all about getting our current work visas upgraded. And as y'all know, my roommate is back and, um, she knows everything. (laughs) She absolutely knows everything. And. I give her credit for knowing everything. So she tells me that the work visas that we currently have, there's a little Arabic saying on the back of them that basically says not permitted to work, which according to her means that this whole time we've been working illegally in Egypt. Now, seven months ago, I'd have been like, girl, what? But we three weeks out. We are three weeks out. Now, she did say somebody told her that when she was on vacation this past uh, two weeks. So she just got that information herself. Um, But I'm going to let Egypt be Egypt because we're literally three weeks out. So we get into the place and the guy who works at the school, he's there with us. He always accompanies us because he has a connect there who... (laughs) Whenever the connect gets there, we can we get pushed right on through. Now it's always just a matter of when is the connect gonna get there. So we wait. Now the first time we waited, we waited like three hours, and it was it was it was an amazing moment for me because I was like a kid in a black candy store. Um, I couldn't keep my eyes off of people. 
Uh, this time, not so much. I had a book with me, so I was reading and, you know, just trying to finish this story that my students are reading so that when I got back to school, I could I could I could maneuver them through this story a little bit easier because I, you know, I would have that background knowledge. We after about 45 minutes, maybe an hour, his connect shows up and we go up to the window and it's a woman this time and he hands her our paperwork. He hands her my paperwork, hands her my roommate's paperwork. Now, I don't know if y'all knew to this. Uh, my roommate is a, bright, a white British woman. And um, so, of course, I'm standing there. My roommate is standing there. And the woman goes from my paperwork to my roommate's paperwork and starts processing my roommate's paperwork. Now, at this point, I'm used to it, y'all. I'm just like, what the fuck ever? You know, like, at a certain point, you got to realize that it's, it's bigger than just like you can't fight all of these these colorism battles. But here's the tea. She's going through the paperwork and I'm thinking it's going to be easy breezy just like it was the last time. And she's looking at my roommate's paperwork and she starts shaking her head. And the question comes up. When did you return to Egypt? So my roommate says. May 31st. Well, we're like, it's May now. It's, what are you talking about? It's, we're not even in May 20th. And I think she just got it wrong or whatever. So long story short, my roommate went left the country over the break. And when she came back into the country, she did not get a stamp on her passport to say that she had returned to Egypt. Now, she had a piece of paper, which as she's pulling the piece of paper out, the lady is asking her for a stamp. And the guy that came with us, he's like, do you have anything that shows that you came back into the country? And she goes, well, I have this piece of paper, but it's already expired. So I don't know what's, what good it's going to do. Now, I'm just watching y'all. I had a reading before uh, the break was over and my reading said, Kamika Sharon Spencer. You need to get somewhere and sit down. Be still and know that I am God. Do not put your foot in anything. Don't put your eyes on anything. Don't put your hands on anything. You need to sit back and just let things happen around you. And I'm going to tell y'all, it's been going down. Like, it's been going down, down. Like, y'all have no idea. <laughs> Shit that's been happening. And I'm just like, and tomorrow is, is uh, Mercury retrograde. So... She is now like in a moment where I'm just looking at her like, girl, if you don't humble yourself, you have no idea what's going on right now, do you? And she says, well, the people at the airport didn't give me a sticker. They didn't they didn't stamp it. They just gave me this piece of paper, which is now. No good. So the woman tells her, you're going to have to go back to the airport and get a a work permit stamp, a visa stamp. And of course, being who she is, she's like, well, how am I going to do that? <laughs> what part of the, how, how are they going to let me back into the airport? You know, it's just all of this like kickback. And I'm like Miss Seeley on the front porch, girl, about to watch Mr. Light That Fire under that stove. Blinking. So... We're headed back outside. I mean, I get through mine effortlessly. Um, 
They take my paperwork, take my picture, yada, yada, yada. So we're headed back outside. And me and my roommate get outside and we turn around and the guy from the school is gone. He's just like literally flipped the bitch and went back into the building without telling us. So we turn around and he's like gone. So she's like, where did he go? And I'm like, he probably went back in there to really like try to see if he could help you. To really see, you know, if he could pay somebody to, <laughs> to get this straightened out because this is a mess. So then she proceeds to tell me when we were at the air she goes when we were at the airport the guy told me i needed a a visa sticker but i told him i had this paper so i said well you probably should have went and got the visa sticker and then she said yeah and then she starts talking and she goes back into blaming the egyptians for not forcing her to go get the work visa stamp for not explaining to her that without that stamp, you're not going to be able to go back to work. That's not their job. And when we were inside, you told the people that they gave you this piece of paper. And that was the piece of paper that you understood was going to get you back into the country. But I'm like, you don't get it. This is your work visa, girl. This is the little stamp that you paid $25 for when we first got here and you was at the airport and the paperwork said buy a $25 work visa. So basically what happened was when she went out of the country, her work visa expired. If she hadn't gone out of the country, the work visa doesn't expire until the 11th, which is day after tomorrow. But now it's expired. And now you got to go back to the airport. <laughs> And now you done admitted to me that the people at the airport told you what you were supposed to do. But you know everything. And this is the thing, y'all. It's always two sides to a story, which is why normally I'd be like, I don't know what happened. Because <laughs> everybody's going to tell their side of their story, right? Everybody's going to. And most of the time, people are going to tell the side of the story that makes them look good. They're not going to take accountability that, oh, damn, I fucked up. It's so many people out in this world who just cannot admit that they fucked up. Well, anyway, while we're outside waiting, it's hot. We're back to hot weather. So I was like, I got to get out of the sun because I had on like a denim, long sleeve denim shirt. And I just wasn't up for standing in the sun. So... We get over to this little area, and this is where the guy comes out, and he's like, what are y'all doing here? But he's speaking in Arabic, and I say, uh, we were here to get our visa work. And he tries to tell us to go sit where all the other people are sitting, waiting to, to go into the building. And then I say to him, we're already done. We're waiting for the guy who brought us here. And he just looks at me and walks off. So that's what I mean, y'all. These Egyptians, they not going, they not finna argue with you. They not finna try to make you do what you're supposed to do. And if you don't know it, that's fine. Just say I fucked up. But don't be like my roommate and be like, these people are fucking stupid. And that's how, that's her attitude. It's like these people, he should have told me. 
you know, when are y'all going to wake up and realize that the, the, the shoes that you put on are the ones you got to tie? You got to tie your own shoestrings. Well, anyway, so we're standing in the shade and I'm like, let me give me some chips and a drink. You know, let's get something to eat. Because there was like a little concession stand, little food stand. So go over to the stand. I walk up to the place. I'm the only person there. The guy is serving someone else. He, as soon as he's done, I'm trying to tell him, can I get a, 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 a lime um, drink and some chips? And I am not even, chips is not even halfway out of my mouth when this dude walks up, puts his money on the table and just starts ordering. And the guy just like, they do, they do that shit that I've been telling y'all that they do where if you're a woman... They you you just don't even matter. And so I walked off and my roommate was at the next. She was standing down away. She's like, what happened? I was like, same shit been happening. And they not getting my money because I wasn't that hungry. So I just turned my back on the man. Meanwhile, it's hot outside. My roommate gets. <laughs> I don't even know why. Anyway, she gets some ramen noodles. It's hot outside, y'all. It is, it's blazing. And not only does she get ramen noodles, when they heat it up, she puts all of that salt in there. And I was like, no wonder, no wonder, no wonder. I'm food shaming. Yes, I am. But, baby, what are you doing to yourself? So, and some of y'all might be like, well, what does that mean, Kamika? I'm like, it means that your attitude is going to get worse because it's hot. And now you got all this salt in your body. So you're dehydrating, which means... You can't, you, you lose your ability to like reason. So we get in the car and the guy finally comes out. We get in the car. We're headed back to the school. So my roommate says, well, why can't we just go to the airport now and take care of this? Because the guy had already told her he's not going to be able to go to the airport with her. I'm not going to be able to go to the airport with you. This is something you're going to have to do yourself. So when we get in the car, here she is. Well, since we already got subs for our classes today, why don't we just go to the airport now and take care of this? The car got quiet, y'all. Like the driver who don't speak English at all, he he wasn't going to say nothing. But the guy, (laughs) the guy from the school, He was, he just didn't immediately answer her. And I'm sitting back letting everything happen around me. So he goes, I'm not going to be able to do that. And so what are you saying? And she was like, well, I can just get an Uber. I can just get an Uber to the, if y'all just drop me off, I can get an Uber and go to the airport and take care of it. So I was like, yeah, let her do that. Um, and I didn't say that, but yeah, I was like, I'm literally y'all just like letting it all happen around me. I didn't say anything. And, uh, so he was like, are you sure? So he gives her some money to make sure she can buy her, her, um, her visa sticker. He, you know, just make sure she's good. And, uh, I'm sipping some tea y'all. <laughs> um, and we're getting ready to drop her off. So he says something to the driver. Now, mind y'all, the driver doesn't speak English. So I'm sure he says something to the guy in the effect of we're going to drop her off so she can go to the airport. So we're in we're like on a, a stretch of highway. 
not freeway, but highway, like, mm, like Walton Walker. But imagine if you're driving down Walton Walker and there's a, like a, oh, here we go. So imagine you're driving down Central Expressway and you're, you're closer to the middle of Central Expressway where there's no sidewalk. There's nowhere for the person, like if you drop somebody off, there's nowhere for them to really have space to walk. It's like that. So the guy starts slowing down and my roommate is like, he's like, is this good? The, the guy in the car says, is this good? And she says, well, I really don't have anywhere to walk, but this is the thing, y'all. All she had to do is cross the highway. Like, all she had to do is cross the highway. Anyway, she's like, I really don't have any place to walk. Like, this isn't, you know, to make any sense. So we keep going. And under her breath, she says, use your brain for God's sake. Now, this is that. And, and I know, y'all, I do my best. I, I know I don't. I ain't going to even lie. I don't do my best because I'm just here taking it all in. And what it what it is to me is what I see, what I hear and what I feel. But it really, really boils <laughs> my blood cells when this white woman does what she does. Because we're sitting back like, girl, you the one got us out here in these streets. <laughs> and you, like, I get it. Like, but her instinct is to insult. Her instinct is to talk down on. And I, that's the problem. Now, does she do that because she's a white woman? I don't know. I don't really think so. I think, honestly, it's just the condition of her. I think she comes out of a negative condition. I've been there. Which is why I say that. But it don't help that she's a white woman. It doesn't. It just it don't help that she's a white woman any more than it helps being a black woman who nags or who complains or who can't seem to like just have a fucking moment that you can enjoy and say it was a good time, period. Okay? So for her to say, use your brain, I was just like, really? So anyway, we get her to a sidewalk and get her on out the car. And then we drop the other guy off and then they bring me back to the school where I um, got back just in time to um, lay down (laughs) before my last class of the day. And that's what happened. So I get home and the dishes from last night are still in the sink. So I politely wash my bowl and and my little teacup and put them up. And I go to work. I come back in. Dishes are still in the sink. Um, I walk to the store, to the grocery store, and um, get my groceries. Now, I walk to the grocery store, which is like a 45-minute walk, but I get an Uber back. And I come in, dishes are still in the sink, but when I'm, when I'm coming in, I'm downstairs, outside is my roommate, the dude she had nothing good to say about, the dude she had nothing good to say about who she went on the trip with and some of my other coworkers, and they're all just downstairs talking, probably finna go get some tea. But you done walked up out of this apartment and didn't wash those dishes. Now, for those of y'all who don't know me, I have a, I have, di- dishes are a trigger. Dishes are a trigger for me. Now, me and my roommate have been pretty good about washing each other's dishes. Like, 
If I got to eat and her dishes in the sink, I'll wash them. But since she, since she returned from her trip, she hasn't been washing her dishes. Like, she'll eat breakfast, put the dishes in the sink, then come in and eat lunch, leave the dishes in the sink, and then eat dinner and leave the dishes in the sink. Now, do I do the same thing? Of course. But I guarantee y'all, I'm only leaving a bowl and a cup. I don't, like... Now, let me tell you my trigger story. When I was 14, 13, was I in high school? No. Was I? No, because we hadn't hadn't moved to Maryland yet. When I was in middle school, middle school, probably eighth grade, in my house where my mother and my brothers lived, we had chores. And certain people on certain nights had to do the dishes. Well, Friday was my night. But my mother had let me go spend the weekend with my cousin. So I was gone Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I get home Sunday, and it's a family reunion load of dishes in the sink. I'm talking about I don't think nobody had washed dishes since from since when I had left. I mean the sink was full of dishes. Now I'm 13, 14. And I ain't no fool. I ain't no stupid kid. So I get in and I see these dishes and my mom is like it's your night to wash the dishes. I was like Friday was my night. You like yeah, you weren't here Friday, so you got to wash them. So I say no. Uh uh-uh. uh. This don't even look like Friday. This don't even look like just Sunday's dishes. This looks like Friday, Saturdays, and Sunday. Anyway, me and my mom get into this big argument because I am refusing to wash some dishes. And the funny part was, I remember telling her, Y'all were here this whole weekend. Y'all go ahead and wash the dishes, and then I'll wash the dishes tomorrow. Because for me, it was about, well, if I wasn't here, why should I have to wash dishes? And I get it. My mom was like, because the rule is you wash them on Friday. And I'm like, well, we didn't. You should have amended this whole thing when you let me go spend the night with my cousin for the whole weekend. And I'm arguing my point, y'all. This is why. (laughs) This is why I'm hot. About these dishes. So I ended up, my mom was like, you know, that whole conversation that we all have with our parents when we stand up for our rights, when we are starting to smell ourselves. And I, she said it, if you don't want to wash these dishes, get to stepping. And I did. I packed my bags, what little bags I had, what little things. Because, you know, my mom also came in and was like, don't be taking nothing out of here that you ain't buy. <laughs> you didn't buy. So I think I literally walked out with like a purse. <laughs> And a pair of underwear, and I walked out of the house. Not even sure where I was going. I ended up at the 7-Eleven up the street, and my brother got in his car, came and got me, and took me to my father's house, um, where there are many mansions. No, just kidding. But anyway, so all of that to say, you leaving your dishes in the sink and not washing them and letting them boil up, and knowing that I'm coming in, knowing that we're sharing... um, Pots and pans and things like that, it's a trigger for me. So the dishes are still in there in the sink. And when she comes in, if she passively, aggressively not says anything to me, 
I am going to have to say something to her. And I'm not going to be like, bitch, where you get it in? Get motherfucking dishes. I'm not going to be that at all. I'm just going to say, since you've come back, you've gotten real comfortable with leaving more than like two or three dishes in the sink. And not only that, she had, we have this, this um, dishwashing rack that she'll lean it up against the wall so that it can dry. So when I left my dishes in the sink, she put it up against the wall. It's kind of, it's almost like, don't let this down until it dries. So I wash my dishes and I hand dry them. I old school. I'm not, I mean, like y'all, I'm not petty about this shit at all. I just hand wash my, just hand dry my dishes, put them in the cabinet. You want to put the thing up against the wall and say, well, now is not the time to really put, let your dishes dry. Well, bitch, I come from the old school. My, I come from descendants of slaves and I come from descendants of clean people. So that's another thing. This is going on. It's happening around me, y'all. It's just happening around me. But we three weeks out. And I'm going to tell y'all, just like I told my kids today, I'm not going to be stressed out. Today, my kids, they were off the chain. And somebody else had to come into my classroom and tell them they were too loud. I looked at them. It was like, y'all making yourselves look bad. Because I'm not finna yell at y'all. I don't yell. I don't. I am not finna yell at you. And I told my kids, the calmer I get, the more trouble you are in. And one of them said, we in trouble right now, aren't we? I said, you, you right. You right. You are in trouble. So I did. I had to write them up when I got home today. Because I don't, yeah, I'm not going to yell at you. I'm not going to play with you. I'm going to come to you. And if we can't get it resolved in a reasonable conversation, then I got to go. I'm not going to sit around and make issues anymore with anybody about how you think you're going to be around me. I'm tired of being disappointed in people who don't know how to, like, communicate. And I used to be one of them, y'all. I'm not. This is, this is all about transformation and all of that. So sometimes I do have to bite my tongue because I'm like, girl, you're just getting a taste of who you used to be. But I'm like, but I'm tired of eating at that restaurant. And at this point, I've paid the bill. So now I'm going to say something. So, yeah, y'all, that was my day-to-day at the visa office. And tomorrow, Mercury Retrograde kicks in from May the 10th to June the 2nd. So, hold on, fellas. It's going to be a bumpy ride. All right. Be good. Be good. Be good. Be God. Peace.